0: Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Let's go! So, ladies and gentlemen, Nathan back with another weird presentation. This is episode 23, season seven, Big Nate Sports Talk. In this episode, we're just simply recapping the Mads versus Suns, uh, which was a great <laughs> series, but a weird, weird. Game seven. So when are we going to say something about it? I am you know. Um, <laughs> well, I remember, if I'm, I'm not, and I may be wrong, correct me if I said, and please correct me if I did not say this, but in my preview of the semi finals, uh, I said that I could see uh, a couple, a game seven or two. And this was one I did not expect that. Uh, I I, did, I expected it, but I did not expect it to go out like that. I expected a very competitive game seven, and I saw one basketball team just look lifeless. Uh, you know, after a 27-point lead victory over game, in game six to get the force in game seven, to beat Phoenix by 33 points. At one point, they were down almost like 40 something points. That's that's mediocre. That's just that was embarrassing. Uh, in the seven games, Luka Doncic, who's killed this narrative, particularly he can't get out the first round. He killed that narrative, and. Luca averaged thirty-two, nine, and seven. Uh, I believe now he actually is now the third player with Oscar Robinson and Giannis to have three hundred points, hundred rebounds, like fifty assists. Uh, Luca is on is on a mission. Uh, the Mavericks are on a mission. I, I really felt like. I had questions about Dallas, but those but Jason Kidd do what the Mavericks have done this season, they put the in this in this playoff series, they put the rest. Phoenix. Winning 64 games. That is you can't take anything away from them. But that that was that was embarrassing to go out like that. Uh, between I couldn't, and I couldn't believe the step between game three from game three to game seven. Phoenix was outscored by 59 points and they lost the last four of those five games. There's a couple of things that need to be addressed and we're going to get into that. But first I thought throughout this whole series, Dallas on the defensive end of the ball, they pride themselves on defense. Uh, They're one of the best defensive teams. And I just want to point this out. On New Year's Eve, they were 17 and 18. And I was like, they're not going to make the playoffs. And then from then, they went 35 and 12 and didn't look back. Jason Kidd, we need to give him some love uh, for what he's done with these group of guys. And then also, too, like I felt like it was times where you Jason Kidd on the floor watching him do, especially during this playoff series. Uh I, I just the Mavericks, man, they defense wins championships and they showed that. Uh another thing, my question going into the going into this series was who was gonna be the, the guy other than Luka to step up? And that happened to be former Washington Wizard, Spencer Dinwiddie. Struggled his time in Washington. I Again, I'm one of those that sometimes, you know, you just don't fit on every team. And I think he just definitely had a hard time just trying to adjust, you know, come off ACL injury, and I definitely feel like a change of scenery was best for him. Like, he's definitely, like, the third, second, or third option for Dallas. I mean, he averaged off the bench almost 12 points a game. I mean, he shot 51 from the from three, and then I mean, just, just unstoppable. Like, I think that's the key. I'm gonna say that, say this now. That's going to be the key going against Golden and going to State. You cannot, Luka cannot do it by himself. That's why you need. A Spencer Dinwiddie, a Bertans, a uh Finney and Smith. You need, some, you need the others. But that's why I don't understand why the others. I feel like have kind of been downplayed. Like superstars are expected to play at a certain level, but it's the others around you that have to play well. As have to play well as, as well themselves. And then like Phoenix. I mean, there's, there's some elephants in the room that need to be addressed. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, like, what, what's the what, what's the offseason moves for him? Is he going to stay? Is he going to move on? Uh, now, I will say this. I feel like. Chris Paul is gonna come back. I don't like the fact that I like when 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 these when they when they lose, you hear that they played through an injury. I, I don't like to see that. Um but you gotta figure what you're gonna do with DeAndre Eaton. I I think to him only playing 17 minutes, and then I didn't really like Monty Williams coming out and saying that's internal. That tells me that there was some other issue, there's something else that was going on there. Um Cause I, I don't, I like my, that's my question. And that's and I wish someone would have jumped up on that. What do you mean internal? So are we saying that, but what's the issue? I think that needs to be, that there's some, there's so many questions with that. And then like, I really feel like you can build around him and Devin Booker, but there's still championship material. I mean, it's still there. Um, and then I think also too now you got to look at Phoenix their bench. I think you need to get somebody that can come off the bench and make plays. I feel like Cam Johnson and Cameron Payne, yes, are the two best options coming off their bench. But I couldn't find anybody in Game Seven to rely on. That 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 really was disappointing. Um, I mean they need somebody that gives them energy and nobody averaged seven points. Hell like JaVale McGee, I think had like a good five points. So like, they're going to have to go out there and look for some, they've got to go out there and look for some something to give them some spark plug energy off the bench. Um, and, I don't see that on their roster. I, I, I thought they could have gotten that this past offseason, but they, they that wasn't addressed. And then, you know, next thing you got to figure out is Chris Paul. Like, he has two more years left on this deal, and he has an option for a third year, if I remember that correctly. He'll be 40 when that contract comes is up. Um, he said he's not going to retire. He said he wants to run it back. But let me just say this. This is and, and this is not with the Phoenix Suns this it. this is a, this is with sports in general. when you are a championship level team, particularly when you are at that point where you have tasted getting to the into a World Series Super Bowl uh, NBA championship, once you've tasted that, there are going to be some guys that are going to be filling themselves. Landry Schammett is going to be one. Miles Bridges, Michael Bridges is going to be another one. They're going to look for a payday. The Phoenix Suns, I believe, going into this next season, are going to be at the luxury tax. Need to take into account, they're going to have to pay DeAndre Hayden. That, that's a lot. If this might sound crazy, if you're Phoenix, I would move on from Chris Paul like because it's not it's because you have to look at this and also too you got to get Devin Booker in there as well to get the max contract. you can't pay everybody and it's hard to make moves when you're top heavy look at the Brooklyn Nets uh the Boston the Milwaukee Bucks at some point you're going to have to make business decisions that business decisions that are going to in the short term hurt but in the long term keep your team competitive like that's something that is going to have to be addressed and the next and like I said continue on Devin Booker you have to pay him um, I mean I, I definitely feel like he's definitely gonna play with a chip on his shoulder um Yes, did he have a bad game seven? Oh, yeah, he did. Um, was he healthy throughout the postseason? No, you don't know that. And, I mean, there's a lot of qu- there's things the Phoenix Suns have to do. But I do feel like if they do get – if if I'm Phoenix – I would try to see if we can get some draft capital for Chris Paul. You still can get some value for him now. Um, and I don't know. Like Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns, it's gonna be an interesting offseason for them. And I mean, James Jones, I know that he was executive of the year, and I'm sure that they will do their job. But winning 64 games is great. But if I was on this team, I'm ripping, rip, I'm moving I, I'm throwing furniture. I'm enraged because now you gotta figure out how to change your approach going into next season in, into the next season. Like they're they are a great regular season team, but come playoff the playoffs gotta change it up. You have to change it up. So and I know this is going to be painful to talk about. Not painful, excuse me. Patrick Beverly was on TV this morning. He was on Get Up, and then he was on First Take. I understood exactly what he was saying about Chris Paul. I don't understand why we're now kind of like downplaying the bubble. Uh, I mean... get what he's saying. There has been slander on Chris Paul, but I could see where I could see where he was coming from. He wasn't talking like Paul George or others. Like they, like Chris Paul doesn't get the slander like they get. And the you think again, that takes you got to consideration the media. You know, the media picks and chooses who they're going to go after. Like yeah, Paul George, he did proclaim himself playoff P, and you know you can't. You know, if you're having a bad playoff, playoff games you can't call yourself playoff Pete. Like, that's just that's just being realistic. So I I understood what he was saying. Uh, Patrick really is one of my favorite basketball players. Uh, and he definitely. Oh, my gosh, I could not believe I like, wow, he's really he's really going off. But. Yeah, I mean, what he said was not wrong. I understood what he was coming from, but I don't understand. I just was not in an agreement of, you know, putting an asterisk Six on the on the bubble because, like, oh, well, you guys agreed to go down there and play. What's the difference? A championship's a championship. But y'all, do y'all thoughts? What do you think of the Phoenix Suns and Mavericks series? Uh, what do you think the Suns need to do? How do you feel about the Mavericks going into the Western Conference Finals against Golden State? But until then. I will see y'all in the next episode. Yeah. Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.